Hey, Lord to Grand the fans, Dave here. Just wanted to check in before the episode started and let you know that we get a little name confusion in this episode. We call Andrew Morton Norton Natchbull. We get them mixed up. It's going to happen for a couple minutes. We're sorry about it. We didn't mean to, but we have some really cool news to talk about in the beginning of the episode. So don't blame us. We're sorry. Previously, on the season premiere of The Crown, Princess Diana and Prince Charles went on their second honeymoon to appease the public and make everyone think that things were going super well with them. But in reality, things ain't looking so good. And also not looking so good was the Queen's yacht, which needed a whole lot of renovations done. So we'll follow up with all of them, maybe not the yacht, but the rest of the family, this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone alone in a time of need. Because he's racing and racing and plotting. And we're back. Season 5, episode 2 of The Crown. Corey, I think I know how you're doing, but I'm just going to say, how's everything going? It's going well, man. I'm feeling thankful this week. How about you? I'm feeling thankful as well. I'm off to Florida tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. in the Disney parks, but I think that uh you know, as magical as Walt Disney World might be, I think you might have experienced some kind of uh British period drama magic that our fans are dying to find out about. Yeah. Uh, so as I mentioned last week, Hugh Bonneville's book tour came through New York. He stopped at the Union Union Square Barnes and Noble, which is right in the same square pretty much where I work. I write I work across the street, so I was like, Well, this is a no brainer, I gotta go. It was thirty five dollars for him to talk, sign your book, and you get a copy of the book and get a picture with him. Like this is a the bargain of the century. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there will be a Patreon episode on this that we'll go into a little bit more. But I'll, I'll cut to the chase uh, of our interaction or my interaction with, with Hugh Bonneville. So everyone's in line getting their their books signed, and you, you just get a brief moment with them up there. Uh, and so, you know, my, my turn comes up, and my mind is racing. There's so many things I could say to him or, or, or tell him. And, mm-hmm. and so they had posted, they gave us post-it notes where that you could, um, they wrote your name in there, so he just knows what to sign in there without uh, even asking. Yeah, typos and stuff. Right. Um, so for just, yeah, one of the books, uh, Lords of Grantham, and uh, as he's signing it, I I, I I explained to him, oh, you know, I, I do a podcast on Down Abbey. We do a lot of shows, but we, we've talked a lot about you. And he, he didn't seem phased at all. It didn't seem to, <laughs> to register or anything. Um, and I, because I, I, he mentioned earlier in the night that one of his friends, Richard E. Grant, the actor, Mr. Vickers from Down Abbey, he was doing like a, a, a comedy type thing or doing a one hour show. And he was comparing what he was doing to that. But in my mind was Mr. Vickers, and I I told him, you know, you mentioned Richard E. Grant earlier. We must have rewound and watched that scene and examined it frame by frame so many times where you, you backhanded him. And then as he's signing the book, he says, yeah, I cracked his rib. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then Hugh just looks up, and he's got, like, this thousand-yard stare. He, there, like, there's some, like, real gravity to him, and he's like, yeah, we, we tussled, and, uh, you know, 
we 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 you know engaged with each other that day and I hit him and yeah cracked his rib and there was just a real like strong sense of regret and remorse in his voice and then before I knew it they're like all right picture turn around take a picture and then that was it <laughs> and I was just like what just happened <laughs> well you shot your shot that's that's for sure like you didn't you didn't hold back no but I was actually kind of surprised to see how he's beaming in the photo because the moment of the interaction with him it seemed pretty grave he, he, he seemed really sad about it <laughs> Um, and to think that he actually backhanded him so hard, he gave him a cracked rib. And I, and I looked this up, and there is a a video of him speaking to this that he did it. But he's he's kind of laughing it off in the video, but not last eight week. It wasn't a funny <laughs> subject for him. Well, was it bad interaction or good interaction overall? I, it, no, I, I walked away from it feeling like I just I that was that was terrible. <laughs> that that was not at all. But not how your I hoped fault. That would go. No, I didn't realize it would strike a nerve with him. <laughs> Um. Yeah, we'll try and get another shot of. Him. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk more about it on the Patreon. But it was a. Uh, it was not exactly <laughs> what we expected. I expected. Well, I mean, yeah. that sounds that sounds like at, at least you did it. You know, you could have just been yeah. hi. My, you know, I'm a, my name is Corey. I'm a big fan. Like I met. Yeah. Uh, I met Kevin Nash, the pro wrestler, a couple months ago, and I met Scott Steiner. I, and I met well, at Scott Steiner. I shot my shot, but okay. I met Kevin Nash and. Uh, I walked in and I saw there was some guy that was talking to him for like five minutes because the line was short at that mm-hmm. point. And then I went up and he goes, all right, you're up next. You know, hey, kid, come on, have a seat. And I was like, hey, nice nice to meet you. Thanks for coming to Milford, Connecticut. And he's like, anytime, my man. And then now he's like, see you later. And I was like, what? <laughs> you talked to this guy for five minutes. I come down and you talk for two seconds. It's like, dude, you know, John Wick doesn't kill this dude. So and, and he, all he says to me is see him. Thank Anytime. So the fact Maybe that, he knew the other guy that came to talk. Hey, no, he definitely didn't because I knew that guy. Okay. Well, I knew him by I reputation. Mean, but regardless, the fact that you actually went out and said, like, to Hugh Bonneville, you went and said, I have a podcast. This is what we do. Even if he was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm sure he hears that with some frequency. He's a celebrity, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh,. That was that. The one thing that I loved, though, was, you know, posted the picture on our Instagram and Facebook, the outpouring of reactions from people. That, that was that really was was touching to see so many people happy, happy that we even, you know, got a moment with him. Like there was like mm-hmm. a vicarious living there. And like, thank you all for appreciating that. I mean, hopefully yeah. we made you proud. Um, and to all our fans that are listening that don't like the crown, because we know we have some fans that say we come in when you do doubt and we come in when you do pole dark. We come in when you do Gilded Age. We don't like Bridgerton. We don't like The Crown. We don't like English Game. No one should like it. No one should watch English Game anymore. But to those sort of fair weather Lords of Grantham listeners that come in when they want to hear the good stuff, thanks for downloading this episode. It may, goes a long way for us. Yeah, and yeah, tune into our Patreon if you're subscribed because we'll we'll have some more there talking yeah, about sure. you. But. There's nothing else really going on in the news uh, for The Crown. Uh, the Gilded Age was seen filming uh, in Newport, Rhode Island recently, but nothing else going on with, with the shows that we watch. Great. <laughs> okay. no, no, speaking of, no, um, no content warning in the beginning of Season 5, Episode 2 of The Crown either. So, You know, maybe they just know it's us and we're already on the up and up that there's uh, – there's something off with the, the facts of the show. Yeah, they look at our algorithm and like, these people don't care about the truth. <laughs> yeah. You see how much well, Love is Blind these guys are watching? Like, they don't care whether or not the crown is boy. real. 
That's true. <laughs> uh, we'll just look it up ourselves. Um, well, let, let's get to this episode. It's pretty simple. And actually, you know, for a show that was more than okay with running over an hour in its first uh, season or two, this is episode 50 minutes, cut out the credits and everything. It's like close to 45. I feel like there's right. not too much to talk about in this episode, actually. There's two plots in this episode. That's it. <laughs> My notes are so minimal. I have like three quarters of a page, not even. Yeah. Well, who do we want to start with? It's either Diana or Phil. It's Phil. We got to start with Phil. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess this show we would start with Diana, but for the why don't we start with sake, Diana? No, let's start with Phil. We got to. Okay. He's he's starting to feel like old Phil of old. I feel like this episode made us re- did a lot. Of oh, this is Phil that. getting his groove back. Absolutely. Um, it starts with him giving an interview. He he can't hear well. The interviewee can't understand what he's saying. Um, and there's a bird flying over that he keeps being distracted by. Uh, yeah, for what reason? Is he just a, a bird man now? I was like, is his hobby bird now birding? Racing. No, his hobby is cart racing. Yeah, he, he got Carriage injured racing, again. Rather. He got injured again at playing polo. As we know from the show, he loves playing polo. He got injured earlier. Uh, on, the, on the show, uh, and I guess real life, and so yeah, he's taking up carriage racing. He's also in his seventies. Like, why would he still play polo? I know, right? <laughs> I, I still, I'm trying to understand what the significance of this bird flying overhead <laughs> in this scene. It's, it's just like well, a it comes back later in the show, right? He sees it outside of uh, of oh Diana's like house. It's like the birds are circling. That's really maybe what it means, maybe. Some of pe- um, yeah. people let us know if if you have any assumptions of what that bird means. Yeah, talk to us about symbolism because we're we're drawing a blank on this one. If it's yeah. not that blatantly obvious. But uh, Norton's child, who we had heard about last week, uh, Leonora, mm-hmm. she's passed away. Yes. And uh, there's a whole funeral for the family. And uh, yeah. Hard, hard times for all of them. And I'll do the one fact check of this episode because there's only one thing in this episode uh, that's factually inaccurate. They they allude to uh, Princess Diana being the godmother of this child. That's not true. She, she's a godmother of one of the other children uh, of Norton's. Okay. Which is so incidental. Why would you lie about that? <laughs> like, I don't get that. Um, but that's the crown. The crown is going to crown. Crown's going to crown. Yeah. But we see that Charles, or not Charles, Philip and, and Queen Elizabeth are kind of lamenting about cancer and, and mm-hmm. what it represents in humanity. And the fact that it could take the child's life is so, you know, it's so inhuman. So, like, what is mm-hmm. what is this truly? And that's a nice little moment of uh, humanity between the two of them. And she says, why don't you go visit old Morton? Andrew Morton. Check Norton, out him. That's right. your godson. Is it Norton she's asking about? Or are you saying Morton? I'm on IMDb. It says Morton. Okay, maybe it's Morton. Were we refer- so, referring to Norton last week as <laughs> we should have been referring to him as Morton? Yeah, Man, we are, perhaps. Yeah, <laughs> Perhaps. Same guy, that one, either that way. That one reviewer from like two years ago is, is rolling in her grave. <laughs> and they're so happy right now. We're falling flat. But the one thing from that scene, though, Dave, that's really good is the way she says, he tells her um, he makes a better person of himself because of the queen. And mm-hmm. she's and she says, same of you to me. 
Now, you could either take this two ways. This is them reaffirming that they're in a new place. They're very much in love with each other. This is as good as it gets. Or this is just a, a red herring for what we're about to get for the rest of this episode. Well, is this foreshadowing the conversation between Philip and Diana at the end of the episode? We'll talk about that later. Maybe. Either but, way. Yeah. Phil goes to see Morton. And yep. Morton is not there. For no explicable explicable reason, he's just not there. He's in London. He's in London. He thought Phil was coming the next day. But you know mm-hmm. who is? Penny. His wife. Indeed. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. You just had to check on that to confirm. Oh yeah. No. I. I. I yeah. And, and they Dave, get to it, it was. Uh, it was Morton last week. We 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 were just calling him Norton. Well, we didn't bring his name up very much last week. All right. All right. But yeah, he's just keeping her company because she's grieving. Mm-hmm. And she's got a surprise for him. What's the surprise, Dave? The surprise is that she has an old carriage that she they're probably going to trash, but she just wants to show him because she's like, look what we found. Mm-hmm. And he gives her this this long and, and pretty pretty thoughtful speech about grieving, about how he lost his sister and how you need to find a hobby and a hobby that's irrelevant to the situation at hand. And he said, you know, he sees this carriage as a way to introduce Penny into. She said, "Hey, this is your hobby," and she's like, "I don't know about that. I just want to do this for you." And he goes, "No, no, yeah. no. You got yourself a hobby, girl. <laughs> this is a four-hander carriage. Going to need a couple more hands. I'm right um, here. Yeah, old Dookie. And it's re- it's really sweet. I think this whole like engagement because he shows up with flowers because you know she had mentioned how they were Leonora's favorite flowers that he, he showed up with. He actually seems to like you know want to help her out. And there's a moment there where. I think it's at this moment that she's like crying because the the baby she wanted to have the baby born on the land. I think buried on the land. Buried on the land. That, that, did I say that wrong? You said uh, born on the land. No, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Buried on the land. Uh, but her husband Morton does not agree with her. And well, he's the like, baby's buried on the land, so. Yeah, he's, he's like, there's going to be differences of opinion. Write it out, you know. Just deal with it. You'll be okay. Yeah, it seems like Philip's whole thing is to just like his whole like line of thought in this episode is like power forward. Like, mm-hmm. do you? And we see how he talks to Diana later. It's like just do uh, respect what's going on, but do you and and keep the status keep quo. Moving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so he shows back up. Well, we get a montage. We get a montage of uh, Phil re. Uh, you know, rebuilding this uh, carriage, you know, bring, bringing it back to life. It's like RoboCop. Yeah, something like that. And he rolls back up with a surprise. He's, he's got the carriage all, all good to go. And he's like, let's ride. She's like, oh, no, no, no. I didn't commit to this. It's like, he's I like, insist. yeah, you did. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> I also and, love and that, go f- that Philip is supposed to be like, his new love is a, of carriage racing but we see he just like sits and reads books while all these laborers do all the hard work yeah he's like looking at yeah, leather samples he's, and then you just see like a cut to some 
you know, minimum wage palace worker, like sewing this thing. And he's like, ah, yes, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he takes her on a ride. And, you know, they, they ride around, they go under the bridge, under the water. Some sharp just turns. A, yeah, they're just having a good time. And, Dave, during the sequence, did you think there was a chance that old CAD version of Phil was going to come back? He was going to say, what's up? I thought it was possible. I also thought she might die. Like, we might <laughs> like have like a moment sideways. where, the, yeah, something, some serious injury. But no, Phil seems very gentlemanly. Yeah, he, he's he also in his seventies, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take much effort there. And this is possible. Well, I mean, married into family, but family. Yeah, and she relays some news to him, and we'll get to that. But I mean, that's pretty much the storyline before Phil comes back uh, with with Diana, because we got to talk about the Diana piece of this. Yeah, we can almost cover this episode in twenty minutes. It's insane. <laughs> um, it's fine with me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a, a doctor asking where Diana is. You know, he, he shows up. And this journalist is kind of looking at this around. guy, Cole, Colehurst? Colehurst. James Colehurst. He kind of has his eyes on this doctor because he's going, why does this doctor have Princess Diana's personal cell phone number? And why is he talking so casually to her? Mm-hmm. And he goes, you sure she's going to be here? And, and he goes, yeah, I'm sure. Like. That'd be like if someone was talking to like Ivanka Trump and was like, yeah, Ivanka's going to be here in two minutes, a like casual tone. Like, you'd be like, huh? It's a huge yeah. deal. Sure is. Um, and yeah, she, I mean, she, she's really close with uh, with this doctor guy. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Have we been... Wait. I'm just checking something. What are you checking? What's the what's the author's name? Is it James Colthurst? I thought her friend is James Colthurst, is the doctor. And then who is Andrew Morton? We've been saying it wrong this entire time. People are going to kill us. Andrew Morton was the author of the book. He was uh-huh. not the one married to Penny. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. That makes sense. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. You know. Do we want to just re-record? <laughs> no. Let's just um. We'll do a little tag on at the end of the episode that says that we mix up the names before, and we're talking this through with people as this is happening. We apologize. Right. Yeah. So yes, Andrew Morton is the journalist who's looking for journalist. Him. I, I could have swore, but we just got Morton and Norton confused. <laughs> I think that listeners that are listening have context clues, so we're fine. And the, it was Norton, so Penny was married to a Norton, Natchpole. Yeah. So we weren't we weren't confused last week of Norton, <laughs> and we're vindicated. You met look, you d- met Hugh Bonneville this week. All is crazy. All is good. It's Thanksgiving I, in America. We got a lot on our mind. Let's I just say, dar- darn this show for getting us confused with Nortons and Mortons. We said we could cover it in twenty minutes, so the fact that we're <laughs> Confusing names and, and, and litigating it for two minutes is, is A-OK in my book. And if our listeners are upset, well, we're sorry. Look, we got it less twisted than the crown, you know, making stuff up. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, so Andrew Morton, author. Mm-hmm. James Colthurst. Doctor. Doctor. Now, and, yeah, we start with Diana this episode. She's rolling up to the hospital. She's on the phone with Colthurst saying she's coming through for a visit. Real quick. And 
she shows up and she does her visit and then leaves. But that that's when the Andrew Morton accosts Colt her saying like, I need some time to talk with her, man. Can you get me on the inside? Yeah, so Morton is picking up what she, what, what is being put down, which is that this guy is a side piece of Diana. Potentially. I mean, we don't see that explicitly. We see him ride his bicycle up to her door and like take his sweatshirt off all hot and sweat. I mean, maybe not, but it seems she calls him his, like, her best friend. You okay. Know? Well, I maybe know. I, Maybe I'm just reading into things because we know that she has had side pieces in the past that have acted similarly. You know, you know what I was picking up or, or paying attention to was the height of Elizabeth Debicki again this episode. Mm-hmm. And they do the clever trick of they've cast someone as, as Colt Hurst, who's about the same height as her. <laughs> it was like 6'3", mm-hmm. 6'4". So you don't, it doesn't call attention to itself that she's incredibly tall. It's just when you notice all the actors around them are much shorter than them because they just can't fill up the scene with a bunch of tall people. It's just hard to find a bunch of tall people. <laughs> so yeah, it's England. just like, yeah, have have her friend be as tall as her, and then you won't pay attention that Elizabeth Debicki is so tall. <laughs> um, great work there, uh, producers. Yeah, so uh, Morton basically says to Colt Hurst, uh, okay, you don't want to write a. Uh, you don't think she'll want to write a book? Let's play squash. Mm-hmm. Then they play squash, which does not seem like a game I would want to play. It's pretty aggressive there. The wall right there. You're bouncing the ball back and forth. Is squash different than racquetball? Is this an? <laughs> <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Listeners, educate us on squash. We're sorry. We're we're American. We don't. <laughs> They're like, oh boy, these guys keep digging these themselves deeper games. and deeper. Uh, so they're why do squash. you even have to ask that question <laughs> no so squash is a racket sports game played by two players um, to me it's not obvious what makes it different than racquetball I mean I think they both hit them both off of a wall yeah so that's about probably the only similarity and you use rackets and, and you know it's all tennis adjacent to me they're playing squash oh okay, okay. The, the, ceiling is, the, the ceiling is out of bounds in squash but not in racquetball this is what oh. people tune in to hear from us <laughs> Okay. Our 90s sports references. Yep. Okay, let's keep moving. And the dude says during the squash game, he basically convinces Colt Hurst to talk to Diana. And... Get some participation, maybe. The rest seems to go smoothly. They have all these questions, you know. We see that Colt Hurst comes with a tape recorder and the the questions that Morton wants asked. We get a lot of context for Diana... You know, we find out that she had severe depression and tried to take her life on multiple occasions, once while she was pregnant with one of her sons, and all this sort of very damning information about the crown. Yeah, trying to kill herself uh, and, and while she's pregnant and stuff. Yeah, throwing herself down the stairs. You know, I don't know about you, Dave, but like during this sequence, though, I felt a bit of remove from everything because just with this show it's been so long since the last season i was trying to recall like wait we've already covered the ground of her being alienated yeah i guess we have we, we did get through a lot of that it's just like i couldn't believe like oh i guess yeah we've already done a lot of this but because it was mm-hmm. two years ago and i've forgotten <laughs> where they had gotten to with how bad things that were between the two of them bad yeah um and even worse than i think even last week suggested you know Yes, absolutely. Yeah, only worse with the kids now. And by the way, Colt Hurst, he, he repeatedly says to Morton, I want to do right by her. She's like a sister. 
Okay, so maybe I'm taking things to step. He ain't sleeping far. with sisters unless he's a freak. I don't know. It's his royal family, so it wouldn't be the worst thing they've done. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time, um, but yeah, they're 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 doing this discreet work on the book, and a lot of montages this episode. Again, it's only like mm-hmm. forty five minutes, um, and so. Phil is uh, letting Penny off the carriage and, you know, going to call it a day. He's like, you, you, you keep up carriage riding, okay? You take care. And she's like, I, I heard something that you may want to know. Mm-hmm. And she tells him, there, there's a book that Diana about Diana that's going to come out that may upset a lot of people. It may, it may rock the boat. You, you just may want to go check on her about that. Mm-hmm. So, so Phil, uh, he takes it upon himself to go to work. <laughs> Yeah, and and some some say Phil might have uh, tipped off some some PIs or something to trash Morton's apartment. Right. I mean, because we do get repeated uh, scenes this episode where Diana hears like clicks on the other end of the phone, like someone may be listening in. There's a real paranoia from her. I, I, at one point, Colt Hurst gets clipped by a, a van, and she seems to have have heard it somehow, even though it doesn't seem like it was <laughs> right there. I mean, of um, co- I mean, of course, someone's listening to Princess Diana. She's in the, she lives in the royal facility, of course. What did you think of uh, Colt Hurst getting clipped by a van and her seemingly reacting to that noise that couldn't have I've, been possibly close to her? I was fine with it. I didn't react. <laughs> okay, it's fiction. Her fictional it's godchild true. died. Well, yeah. real child, fictional godchild. Yeah. So Phil, we know, has always had a soft spot spot for Diana. Even like last year, during the or last year, but during the the previous season finale, when they're having the the Christmas uh, photo where she's kind of ostracized from the family, Phil like takes a moment to like talk to her and like you know show mm-hmm. some care. Like you know, I know the, the family can be a drag. I get it. Just just put up with it for now. And he's kind of hitting those same beats today when he when he goes to talk to her. He's like, you know, I'm fond of you. Darn it, I like you. <laughs> you know, he's like, like you're not bad on the eyes. He starts howling at one point. He starts panting. He's like, "Look, Ow! I know you're with my, I know you're with my son, but I'm gonna be real. He, he did good. Boy did good. I'm Prince Phil. That's what they call me. Um, but he doesn't mince words when he says like, "There's talk about this book and stuff. No, keep it under your hat. Don't let any of this stuff get out there. This is not what's gonna work for the family." We gotta. We have responsibilities, and that's towing the line and protecting this image, to kind of keep the country together. And he says, "Don't you know? There's a system." Yeah. And he says, "Look, you want to do what you want to do with your personal life. Do it discreetly. Do it on the DL. Do it as much as you want. Just don't let it come to the surface." Yeah, he's straight up encouraging, like, just you know, fool around. Just don't get caught. Don't get caught. If nobody sees yeah. it, it didn't happen. And uh, and she's like, okay, bye, Phil, bye, Dad. Mm-hmm. No, she. I mean, she. She tells him like, you know, there, there's just no love anymore there. That mm-hmm. uh, he's he's just not been there at all for her. Uh, you know, Prince uh, Charles. And, uh, and Phil's like, I don't like him either. You seen those calves? Yeah. You seen what he's working with? I'm jealous. Yeah. So, just deal with it. Remain loyal to the husband and, and you know the family in public. Just do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And, and then, uh, then he goes and talks yeah. to the queen, and he's like, and he, I, I think I got he, through to her." Yeah, 
He admits she, to the queen, I told her to go do her own thing on the low. And she's like, are you sure that's like what, how that's going to work? And he's like, yeah, people won't know. And she goes, but he'll know. And it's like, and oh, you're bringing God into this? He's <laughs> looking up at the ceiling like, oh, man, well, G-O-D? Like, you know, I am the, the God has chosen our bloodline to do this undertaking of being royals and being forced to be billionaires against our will. So God forbid some one of these terrible royals does something mm-hmm. more terrible. It feels well, like, well, maybe he takes a night off, you know? <laughs> maybe he's not paying attention all the time. This is to, I think this is one of those moments where it's like, this is Phil, circling back to what we said earlier in the episode, this is Phil's way of kind of atoning for his running around, him and Mike rolling around in the deep, in the, in the water, on the boat. Yeah, having fun Mike. with all these island women. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's basically passing right. this along to his someone that he sees in, as similar to him, this sort of outsider coming in who's being ostracized. He's saying, look, you see all those island women in, in the Pacific? They, they, don't, they can't talk. They don't know. They can't report me. You want to yeah. fool around? Do it with someone who can't report you. You want to do it, fool around keeping on the DL? <laughs> it's, it's fine by him, you know. Uh, but but I, I do think it's funny that like the you know there's a moment of pause with Queen Elizabeth like that's your solution. I married this man. <laughs> uh yeah, not not great. But not great, but not incorrect. Yeah, you know, yeah, not not too far off. I, either way, though, the book comes out. Diana's yeah. listening to some Lionel Richie. Book is distributed. It's all over the news. Um, we even glossed over the fact that. Diana said, you know, you can talk to my acupuncturist, my therapist, my osteopath. They, they'll have answers for you. My, like, body doctor, whatever she calls him. Dave, who should we interview if we want to know the full case on you? Um, my, I don't, I don't even know who, I, who to talk to. <laughs> okay, uh, your band leader uh, from, from the band you're in. <laughs> yep. My coworkers. Uh, your cats. I don't have an acupuncturist, though. So, oh, you gotta get one. Not yet. Okay. The guy at the gym who operates the like hydro massage every time I'm done working out. That guy, he might know a thing <laughs> or two. It's just a little thing or two that no one else will know. Um. But yeah, people people are kind of sympathetic towards her. The the public, at least, they knew she had a difficult childhood. Well, the um, book is one of the fastest selling books of all time. Yeah. And Cole, uh, Morton is is raking in the dough. People just didn't realize how bad she had it. And this is all, and, you know, Morton is basically saying, like, none of this came from Diana. This is all of their sources. Mm-hmm. Diana had no involvement. And he's like, I don't know. It's pretty specific, the details. Uh, and he says the two sides are entrenched. And it's going to escalate into all-out war where this is headed. And we, we see Diana entering uh, the room with the rest of the royal family. And they ain't paying attention to her. They, they ain't looking her way. And that's it. That's it. That's all. 30 minutes, 30 minutes into this podcast. Half of it, us getting Norton and Morton confused. Oops. So you have it. Was this a good episode, Dave? It's simple. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I think it this, felt is, like a- this is one of the first things of this show that I remember. Like, I remember hearing about the Diana book as a kid. Obviously, it was like over my head, conceptually. I don't remember hearing about the book as a kid. I just knew that... Diana was well liked 
and Prince Charles had big ears. And that's what the conversation was between my parents. <laughs> or no, no, they also didn't like uh, Camilla, which we'll get into more, but the, no, no one liked Camilla. Which is maybe unfair. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's funny, though. This felt less like an episode. It felt more like a Netflix episode where it's just teeing up what we're going to see for the rest of the season with the book finally coming out. Um, like, it just kind of felt a bit a bit slim a, as an a episode. side quest. Right. Did we need all the stuff with Prince Phil at the carriage? No. Mm. <laughs> Did it do anything? Not really. But unless they take it somewhere, who knows? Maybe Phil keeps going back. Maybe he goes for more rides. Yeah. Now, I mean, I guess is this just supposed to sort of show that if you do follow this system and be loyal to the system, that you can just be like an old dude who just decides to change hobbies and enjoys life? Yeah. And find some sort of emotional stability in playing the game? Maybe. I, I did like Phil's advice there. It actually kind of resonated with me a little bit. Like, you know, you carry around some of this pain. It never goes away, so you just have to find new ways to find enjoyment or something. It's like, yeah. Yeah, Phil's not a dope. I think nope. this episode kind of hammers that down. Yeah. So why don't we get to the power rankings? Sure. Dave, who's going down at number three? Well, I feel like I'd just like to say that really there aren't even six characters in this episode. I know, man. It was so a I had a tough, one. tough go. So number three going down. I got the big man upstairs. I got God. You gonna bring his name <laughs> okay. into this? Okay. Because Prince Phil is literally Prince just Phil's you know like, Dude, maybe God's not. He's he's telling his daughter-in-law to you know go go have fun. Just don't let God find out. And his wife is like, I am God's God's daughter. God, he is me. undermining God. That is true. He. It, G.O.D. takes a bit of an L this episode. Mm-hmm. Who do you well, got? Well, at number three, I got Penny Natchbull. Just a, a rough go losing her child. And, I mean, as much as she's trying to take up carriage racing, I don't think this is what she asked for. But, uh, yeah, tough for her. I really felt for her with, like, the husband being away, too. And Phil's your only comfort. Mm-hmm. That, that's tough. Well, number two, I got Penny and Norton because, like, they lost Norton's their child barely. is tough. I mean, Norton's barely in the episode. You don't even know his name. <laughs> That's true. Should put yeah. us on the on the downer rankings. Yeah. Well, number two, I got Phil's polo career. It's ended. <laughs> like, you know, he had a good run. He's not going back to it. It's a shame. He really loved it. Yeah. It seems like he's doing okay. His hip is probably better off on That's the chart. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and no, number one, I got the system. I got the royal family at number one as well. So that's the same thing. The, the the episode is called the system. Like yeah. like our like strong bad said in two thousand and four, the system is down. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good with this book coming out, and eager to see where it goes from here. But uh, what about going yeah, up? Tell well, me who's going up. Number three, I got Phil. This is a guy who's got renewed renewed vigor for life. He's found carriage. Uh, he rebuilt one. Uh, He's helped Penny, and he also makes a charity too to go towards cancer research, which is really yeah. Really he's nice. basically pulling strings, saying like, "This is what you do when you're mourning. Yeah, get, get move, do something." Yep. Well, number three, but, I got Morton because this dude is cleaning up. Yeah, one of the most best-selling books of all time, and this is like that kind of friend that you have that you know won't tell you a little secret. You ask him twice, he tells you the secret. <laughs> He said, hey, you want to make a book? No. Yeah. You want to make a book? No. 
You want to make a book? Okay, let's make a book. Yep. But are you wait? Are you getting cult, uh, Morton confused with Colthurst? No, Morton. Morton, the author, not Colthurst, the doctor boy, okay. the doctor friend. Okay. He all I'm saying, he played the system perfectly, and he made this book, and he changed the world. All right. Well, at number two, I got Princess Diana. Okay. She gets this book out about her, and she's obstructing everything that's going down. You know, it's, it was hard for her to get the story out, but she she gets it out there. That's it. That's all. Number two, I got I got Philip because like you like you said, he's he's got his groove back. Yeah. He's got a hobby, and I think like I think this episode is very intentional, focusing on these two. Mm-hmm. These two are the sort of married in spouses who one follow the rules. So does Wild Oats in overseas and had his little boys club and the other is this sort of brash in your face public facing figure who's defying everybody and yeah phil is the one who's the good one here the follow you know mm-hmm. telling you how to cheat appropriately so yeah he, he gets on his, his horse he helps a friend who's in mourning a friend that he didn't even intend on helping that's i think one of the most understated parts of the show he didn't go to see penny yeah so good for phil that's why he's my number two it's just a good guy. By the way, if you're hearing noises right now, it's because my radiator in my apartment does not know how to heat up without clanging repeatedly. So just ignore that. Corey's not in a uh, weight room. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not lifting weights while doing this pod. Uh, at number one uh, going up, I got Andrew Morton. For the same things you said, Dave, he's published one of the most successful books of all time. And he actually got the princess, Diana, to contribute to it. Man, this is a win. Like I don't, I don't know how else you, you can't mm-hmm. see it. There's anything else? This guy nailed it. Well, similarly, I got Diana at number one. This is her, okay. saying, you, you know, sticking up that bird to the the royals. I mean, she, she wasn't says, even going to do this book until the guy had the idea. So that's true. But this is her, you know, just because someone opened up the door for for you doesn't mean you didn't walk through it. That's true. That's fair. Big week for Diana. Yeah. Absolutely. So, that's this week on The Crown. Yeah, good one. Keep them, keep them lean. Now, Dave, are you going to be back from Disney in time for us to uh, record next week? Yeah, I should be able to record next week. So, okay. might be a day or two late, but I'll be available too. All right. Dave, you been watching anything else? I'm watching more Love is Blind. I feel like I want to save some real in-depth talk for the Patreon. Of course. But couple more episodes uh i got the new pokemon for switch so i've been playing a little bit of that here and there and i was out of town yeah. so not too much what about you yeah. Corey? uh i saw wakanda forever you mentioned last week you saw it you Finally. loved it loved it so 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 good <laughs> one of my one of my favorite marvel movies just full stop it just it just so deeply resonant in terms of you know stuff with today it's a darn good movie oh yeah yeah, we need some new figureheads in this world, and I feel like we got like two of them in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just been watching White Lotus on HBO, the new season. Oh, my my man! Have you watched it? I haven't watched it yet, but I really, you know, Michael Imperioli. Oh yeah, did you watch the first season? I didn't, but isn't it's an anthology, right? So yeah, if there's I one to character start... that carries over. Okay, is it but, good? Uh, yeah, I'm liking this season a lot. I'm actually liking it more than the first season. Okay. Uh, it, is Imperioli good? Yeah. Yeah, he's actually really good. And uh, just makes me want to travel to Italy. I don't know what I'm doing here. Okay. Another time. 
But I think we can wrap it there. Yeah, keep it short and sweet. Happy holidays to all of our American listeners. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving and all. And uh, you know where to find us. Uh, Twitter, as long as it's still standing. Facebook, Instagram. Mm -hmm. Subscribe to our Patreon to hear more from us. And you can also hit us up at lordsgrantham at gmail.com. Leave us five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify if you so choose. And you can find our whole log of episodes also on our Podbean uh, website. There you go. And we will catch you next time on The Crown.